0: Welcome to the Non Negations Podcast, a faith based podcast that connects real world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about rebellion, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Non Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Solis Junior is here and DS- yeah, d- yani. you, just, you, you messed it <laughs> up. Nah, I knew mm, you. You messed. <laughs> That's why you were laughing. Yeah, I was waiting for you to um Do the for the pause. pause. <laughs> yeah, uh, as one...
1: as they may have guessed, Ayla's not here. Nope,
0: just you, me, and I. Mm. Her attendance
1: record is going to hit
0: by <laughs> <laughs> some demerits. So that, um, what was I gonna say? oh, how's your week?
1: <laughs> How many episodes we've we been doing this?
0: Um, 140. Uh,
1: my week was actually exciting. The book was released, mm-hmm. uh, both, uh, on Amazon and Kindle. Mm-hmm. And it hit number one on a hot new release on Amazon in sixty one different categories that's crazy it's good
0: sixty one yes, that's insane it is it's pretty good,
1: and they had the the book launch was in Atlantic City, New Jersey this weekend. I didn't attend, but uh the publisher posted uh pictures in in a few weeks my award will be sent here. I was inducted into the um American Martial Arts Magazine Hall of Honor.
0: Oh, suit. That's new. Did I know that? Did you tell me that?
1: Um I did, but
0: you don't y'all don't listen to me. <laughs> so yeah, just oh, another award, you know, so. You know, um I was at the gym uh this was like a few weeks ago and this one kid um was telling me that he has a couple of friends. I was saying that that they think this other gym, or whatever. Um, it's funny because it's not the gym that you will think is, but um, that this gym was like my com- competitor. And I was like, no, actually, I don't think I have any competitors because in my area, I'm the only one to do kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I do have a competitor. You know who my competitor is? That you.
1: Why am I your competitor? You're
0: my competitor.
1: You don't want none of this smoke.
0: I'm about, to, I'm about to write a book <laughs> <laughs> on karate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but the the book is doing very well. Um, especially, it's, it's cool because my name is on the front. You know, elite martial artist in America with yeah. Daryl Sullivan's in the picture and stuff on is on the back. But it's it's doing doing very well, and I'm booked for a couple of radio shows and to talk about the book
0: so you're like getting famous
1: no you know what you know what you, you, you know what's really driving me what? to do this stuff? because you know i didn't want to do this i didn't want to do the social media stuff and you say you got to get your name out there and do that stuff you're welcome by the way okay <sighs> thank you mm-hmm. but the reason why i'm doing all that i'm doing number one is for you guys and And the primary reason, because I want to create a facility that Tori can work in because, Mm -hmm. you know, with her learning disability is we apprehensive about letting her work at certain areas or certain places where she doesn't have supervision. And then, you know, she can easily be taken advantage of. And so what I'm saying is I'm getting off the nail. And getting out and putting action and to have a place that she can get vocational learning job skills and stuff like that and actually work and be safe. Mm-hmm. And so when I say get off the nail, you heard me talk about the guy that's sitting on the porch rocking and his dog just howling. Mm-hmm. Arr, arr. And the guy said, man, what's wrong with your dog? He said, he's laying on the nail. He said, why don't he get off? It ain't hurting him bad enough. <laughs> right? And how many times we talk about Doing something and complaining about something. But not getting off the nail. And not getting off the nail because you ain't doing it because it ain't hurting
0: you back. You know what's crazy, though, that I see is that sometimes, like, people don't realize they have the resources to do to get off the nail. Like, you know, around them, they just sit on it and they keep sitting on it and it's just causing them so much pain. Yeah, we
1: complain <laughs> so, about it. And we think that complaining about something is doing something about it. Yeah. It's like, get
0: off the nail. That's why you had said, I think it was last week's episode, you was like, what did you say? It's now from. It's now my turn to be like the example and going out and doing these different things, helping people, whatever. And I had a conversation with somebody today, and this person I think legit can do like big things in life. And like everything she's talking about doing, we've done. Like mm-hmm. as far as like I'm not saying like we're like you know like J- Jeff Bezos of you know whatever we're doing, but we have some type of knowledge on how things can be done in these certain thi- in these certain fields. So she was talking about like how to set up these certain things and um, what she wants to do in the future. And I'm like, dude, you literally can do this right now. Mm-hmm. It's like you think so? I was like, yeah, cause <laughs> I done it. <laughs> so yeah, so like. This week we're putting things in, in place for her to be able to have this stuff all set up. And I'm thinking like, dang, this is literally just like right here in front of you because like I've done it. And it, the way that she's describing it sounds all complicated, but I'm like, I've done this like by myself and it literally will take you two days. Mm-hmm. And so, but I do think that's kind of dope. But yeah.
1: Yeah. And and. and- and I'm just got, you know, fed up with people saying what we can't do and what they won't allow us to do. And and if you remember years ago I said, Okay, I'm gonna help you do it. because they seen you from an infant, from a baby, until now and what you went out and did, you know.
0: Yeah. It, I have to like I always give thanks to God because it's just like I don't know, the stuff that I that has happened in the in the last year i feel like it can't be nothing but god because like you know me like i always that and i still can be like that quiet reserve guy Mm -hmm. or whatever i don't really like talking i'm more social now because i think i understand myself a little bit more (laughs) so (laughs) i think i'm at the point where i'm like oh if people don't you know whatever like Uh who cares if they think i'm goofy they think i'm goofy but i'm at the point now where i'm like comfortable with myself and so, like, I'm uh, I'm social, but I'm not as social, I guess. But anyway, um, like, I don't know. I just thank God. I have to thank God every day for p- the position that he put me in because I went from being that kid that was all in the shell to being in a position where you literally have to talk to people every day. Mm. Like, I talk to someone new every 30 minutes and have to be, like, energetic and have to be happy and all this other stuff, which I'm genu- genuinely, generally generally i am but um yeah i thank god every day for the opportunity and then like even like with the growth like sometimes it's a little overwhelming because it's like so many things are hitting you and flying at you it's like dang what path do you want to go but uh, like we talked about god always leaves like a blueprint for us Mm -hmm. and so i was talking to mom on the way up here and i was telling her about this opportunity that i potentially have that came about today and she was and I was like I don't know if I want to take it because this is like the promised land times a million in my in my world, <laughs> um, right. and so it's almost like it's too big to handle and that's what it feels like. And mom was like, well, if God is putting this opportunity in your in your in your path, and if it is God's putting your opportunity in the path. You can't just shut it down because you don't know this is, could be some type of blessing, not necessarily for you, but for somebody else coming, like, after. Like, you could be able to use this situation for somebody else. You know, it may not just be for you. So she said, This don't, like, like, fully cancel it out saying it's not for you or it's not possible because you just don't know yet. And so, I don't know. I thought that was interesting.
1: And if it's God that doing it, if he's doing it, he'll make the provision for you yeah. to be successful.
0: but. This is a big one. If Deep. God is doing that, He's he doing it big. <laughs> think,
1: think, think about it in the last, last year with the seminars and workshops I've done. Mm-hmm. I was in a movie, had a scene in a movie, along with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said, You better give me my flowers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I co author a book. And you know, that's not me. I wouldn't have done that, you know. Yeah, especially
0: with the fact that you can't read. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had pictures. <laughs> hater <laughs> so how was your week oh my week was that my week was <laughs> yeah. really good um so uh well just we talk just take one step at a time we got a new trainer in the gym okay so we remember a couple of weeks one, ago t- well two wonder. one and a half <laughs> Well, so, so we have one trainer for sure. We have another one that might be starting this week, but we're doing like classes. So we'll see how that goes. But um, so one for sure, maybe two. Um, So that's a huge, like, thank God. Where's the applause? That's laughter. <laughs> there it is. So that's a huge applause. And then two, Um, just like what I was just telling you a few seconds ago. There's a couple opportunities for me, I think, that could really be a game changer for the family. And so I'm um, weighing those out to see what happens, um and what falls in place. Um but I'm I we'll just see. We'll just see. I don't wanna you know. I I tend to do this sometimes. Like when I think there's a possibility, I jump on it too hard. I'm like, oh, this is about to happen. And I start telling everybody. And then sometimes it falls through. It's like, dang, like Mm -hmm. I can't, this is not happening. So I don't know if that's bad or good, but well, just, just,
1: I I would, I think you could consider going to God and say, Lord, it's from you. How can you get the glory out of it? Yeah. You know? Um, and that's one thing that I've, I've been asking God about all that's happening with me. Um, like I told you I book 10 seminars uh, yeah well I moved from seminars to training sessions and uh, I have you know three more that's booked four more that's booked so far
0: see I don't want to get to the place cause I'm not gonna lie things are going well like <laughs> things are going really good And I I have to remind myself to constantly give thanks to God when the things are good. Because, you know, it's so easy to call on God when things are bad. And so I remember, I have to remember to keep giving God the thanks and making sure that I'm doing the right things. Like, you know, being obedient through this whole process. What I don't understand, and this is what I talked to you about earlier. And I was doing some reading in the book of Isaiah. And, you know, the first chapter from like 1 through 15, it talks about like how like... You know, the cattle gives thanks to their master and all these things give thanks. But, like, people aren't doing the same thing. The Israelites, to be exact. What I don't understand about this whole thing, like, I understand, like, now, you know, we get to, like, the point in life where, like, we get distracted, we get off offset or whatever, I don't understand how you can physically, at this point, physically see the power of God. And I'm not saying we don't see it today, but like how we physically, how they physically see the power of God, how they see the things that God blessed them with, how they see like how God moves firsthand. Like you know how now people would be like, oh, well you can't see God, you blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But th- then they saw they saw everything firsthand, and how can you get to the point where you just be disobedient? Like I, I just like. I don't know. I if I see, I'm not saying like. I mean, it sounds like I'm making a comparison. Like you know, we don't see God now, but I'm just to that argument that we don't see God every day. But the people that they these people saw firsthand the miracles that God had mm-hmm. or God was doing, and they still, and they still went off kill. How is that even possible?
1: Dude, you got to remember, <clears throat> sin. Is powerful. Satan is is powerful, and sometimes they we, we play around with him and 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 you know, come on, devil, you don't have this and that. Satan is powerful in the flesh because of sin. Is powerful. You think about this:
0: Satan got a third of the angels in heaven to follow him. Dang, that's wild. I even think about that. Them dudes sitting up there with God, and they talking you know, about,
1: oh, oh yeah. They were created to worship God, and he got a third of them to follow him. And so when sin entered the world, it entered our flesh. And the flesh is powerful.
0: I have a super challenging question. Okay. Do the angels, well, this is not the challenging question. Do the angels have free will?
1: They were created to worship God.
0: Okay, so they're created to worship God. Right. This is my challenging
1: question. But you know, demons are fallen angels.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is my challenging question. It's going to make me sound like a heathen, but I swear it's just a question. All right? I'm not a heathen. Okay. All right? It's going to sound blasphemy, too. Whatever. Just ask. I have to get these <laughs> law things. If we can fall off track with God, and if the angels who are created to worship God can fall off track, and if the Israelites can see God, like see the powers of God and fall off track, is God really that powerful
1: that has nothing to do with god that has to do with the the created being My, yeah and I, okay why wouldn't god just like so you're saying that you want to be a robot and have no choice
0: no how I'm,
1: what kind of love is that what if, you, if yeah. ayla was created to love you you would you was like well she was created to love me she gotta love me you know yeah.
0: Well, she was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but I know, I understand that. But why? Like, I don't know. Maybe because I think of me. Like, if I was God, I would at least have one thing that would have to listen to me, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, like, and I know that sounds horrible. That is a horrible question to put out there. But i, I that's the first thing that hit my head. So, like, after the, I'm like, how did Israelites... How do they, like, how do they, you know, fall after they just saw everything that God blessed them with? And then when you brought up the angel things, how did, how does the angels, like, fall when they're literally up in paradise with God? It's like, how is God, is God that powerful? But then you talk about free will and the power of um, choosing and whatnot. And it's like is that nation. What is that? Is that worth but God created all that? So what's the point yeah, of
1: exactly. He created, he predestined, he elected, he chose. Hmm. And so you 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 have to remember we're dealing with people. Yeah. Now you're right, the Israelites, they saw God yeah. part the Red Sea. They saw him moving in clouds and saw him moving in fire. They saw fire rain down from heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he caused do to be on on a, a, a lambskin. He it caused all those things, but yet people still rebelled. Yeah, and like when you're reading Isaiah, it's about the northern kingdom sinning. It, it was it was split by it was divided by them. The northern and southern kingdom was Judah, but the northern king really got off the rails, and in and, and the southern kingdom was following right behind. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, So God had to come in sometime and spanked them. They said, okay, God, we're good now. And they're good for a little while. And then they go back to to doing what they're doing. But think about this. Did you always obey what we said? Yes. <laughs> Did you always listen and say, don't go here. Don't spend no time here. Don't do this, this and that. You didn't always do that. You're taking a fifth, so you won't incriminate yourself. <laughs> Have it on the tape. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But but still, um, Daz, mm-hmm. he just turned one years old. Yeah. Did you teach him how to throw things at people?
0: Mm. No,
1: I did not. No, but he does it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I didn't teach him how to hit either. I don't know where right. he got that from. That's what I'm saying. We did not teach you how to bite when you wasn't started walking, your teeth started coming in. As soon as Tori walked by, you grabbed to try to bite. Her. We didn't teach you that, you know. That's what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> you a horrible <laughs> kid, and that's what dad's gonna pay you back. And then peanut 2.0 coming
0: too. that, <laughs> he be smacking the mess out of Ayla. <laughs> he be hitting me sometimes, but he don't like, like. Once I was sitting on the couch, man, he was saying he was like, I was we have like an L shaped couch. Like a mm-hmm. that sectional or whatever? Yeah. And so I'm sitting on one half of the L, Ayla's on the other half, and like I'm playing with them or whatever. And Ayla's like doing her little voices playing with them. He stands up, stands there. He runs the L. As soon as he gets to Ayla, he stops and goes <laughs> That'd <laughs> hey. be trying not to laugh, but it'd be so funny. You got to break that up. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Like, I definitely understand that because there was times where y'all told me not to do something and I did it. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. But I guess I got to ask myself, why did I do it? Like in those situations where I knew I was supposed to do it, why did I do it? And when I think back, it's because I really wanted to. And so... Yeah, and and we don't think sometimes about the consequences. Do you fault yourself when you do something bad? Like if you do something that's against God, do you fault yourself? Do you be like, oh man, I'm a horrible person? Like how do you deal with like the guilt or whatever?
1: I mean, we we serve a forgiving God, but I also understand, and people oh, that gets me sometimes. Well, He's a loving God, and uh, yeah, but He's He, you know. You got to obey yeah. and there's consequences. We're thinking that he's a loving God and there's no consequences. Oh yeah, there are, there's consequences. And so why take the lumps, you know, yeah. and that's just us. And that's why you got to get into church. You got to get into Word. You get have the fellowship because sometimes we, we think we doing okay. Mm-hmm. And witness a blind side. We don't yeah. see it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I had another point, but I actually don't know if I want to bring it up. I might bring save this one for another episode. I'm going to write it down.
1: You always say that, and you forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Just imagine what, what happened to Israel when when they disobeyed God. He, he sent them into captivity. He took the Babylonians and took them down and they, let them capture them. And they were in captivity and stuff. Why? Because they wanted to set themselves up as God, to be their own God.
0: I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up now. I'm going to ask you, like, authentic question. So, you know how earlier we were talking about, like, um, not in the podcast. When we were talking about, um, like, dreams and, like, God speaking, like, visions, that type of thing. This is my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Everything that I've seen, and I could be wrong. I'm going to put that out there. But I feel like God speaks to you through those dreams, visions, when... It's something that you're like not unsure when you're unsure about. And this is my interpretation of something. So like if I'm struggling with um I don't know, oh, I'm struggling with like, oh I don't know if this is, I'm gonna get that job or whatever, whatever it is. And I'm reading the scriptures and I'm not finding any confirmation or stuff like that. I feel like sometimes God may use a dream to confirm in a way. But this is also how I feel too. Um I feel like with if I don't know if I'm wrong, right or wrong with this, but if I'm just like in a a steady space, right, everything is okay, and then I get a dream about something that I've never really thought about. I don't always correlate that with that being from God. And what triggered me this. What triggered this with me is because Isaiah in this is talking about a vision he had, and a so vision, yeah. yeah, and so it made me think about like like the visions and like the dreams that God's used in the in the Bible but all of them had like a problem that needed to be solved right then. And so like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's just my interpretation is that like if I'm sitting here and I'm the job is going well like I I, I guess that could be wrong. If the job's going well and then God hits me with the vision like oh you're going to be here doing something else whatever yeah. in 2 weeks I don't always think that's, like, of God because it's like, why would God do that? I don't know. That, that, I think that might be wrong when I, when I hear it come out of my mouth.
1: Well, that's why I told you we have to be very careful because sometimes people just move. They get a dream, and they say that's confirmation. Well, Satan does that. He attacks your mind. Make thinking it. That's why you gotta check it by the word. And plus when you're talking about Isaiah, you're talking about the old testament. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And remember, Isaiah was a prophet. Yeah. Right. In Hebrews chapter one, it says, In the past, God spoke to the forefathers through prophets in many different ways. Okay? Here in we go. time past. That's what he's talking about in the old testament. Mm-hmm. But now he speaks through the sun.
0: Yeah. But that does not, I don't think that negates the fact that God can speak to <clears throat> you through like visions and dreams to a certain extent.
1: Well, you have to understand the providence of God. Mm-hmm. He He allowed things to happen. He may nudge you, but when you say that dream is from God, well, how do you know? How you qualify that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can, like if you can prove mm-hmm. it, I feel like that's a, or show that or get confirmation for the word is from God, but like, I don't that's know. That's
1: what he did in times past, and that's what Hebrew said. But today, we have the canonization of the word, yeah. And so, uh, um, he works things out, sure, he does. And if he gives you a dream, maybe he does. I, but you have to check that because Satan mm. does that. Because in, in John chapter 13, it says, Saint. And prompted Judas to betray Jesus yeah. he gave him the thought mm-hmm. or the vision might have been a vision like he did God gave uh, Isaiah
0: yeah I mean I I don't I definitely don't negate or throw away um, the fact that God can't speak <clears throat> but through you t- to you, through those different ways but I don't know I just I do agree with you that you got to be careful because like, like we talked about a couple of episodes ago this one guy was talking about, um, I saw the new, this news article. I read this news article. This guy said he killed his wife because God told him to kill her. Like, I, you just got to be careful with certain things that you, you know, Yeah. you say God told you and then you're acting on. Because you just, you never know the repercussions of, like, you being in the wrong space and doing the wrong thing.
1: Let me ask you this. Would you hire a, a lawyer who doesn't have a law degree, didn't go to law school, doesn't study law to defend you.
0: Probably not. Probably not. Yeah.
1: Probably or are you sure?
0: Well, if if it's cheap <clears throat> and I can afford them,
1: <laughs> You going to jail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I no, I, I probably would not hire someone that doesn't know
1: what they're so, doing. So would you listen to somebody that says god told me to tell you or i had this dream i'm going to be or, all, uh, god vis- gave me this vision and they don't study the word
0: no i but i'm going to be completely transparent and honest if someone is in the word every day and they tell me stuff i still don't believe
1: exactly because it said check every spirit
0: yeah cuz like right. i don't know and i don't i don't think that's wrong like i've had a conversation with someone before and they said that um it's me uh, what they say is me working not working out of fear is me being uncertain with God or something like that? And I was like no, like it's just me being certain with God like I'm making sure that You're being you being obedient you could tell me anything like and exactly. so I don't care if it's you know pastor deacon <laughs> <Doctor> <laughs> bishop wonderful <laughs> <laughs> uh bishop ross like i know if someone came like it was a time where this guy uh came up to me I was at uh church. This guy came up to me and he was like, hey, you're going to do uh, big things. You're going to, you know, speak in front of the masses. You're going to your voice is going to be heard, all this other stuff. And Well, he didn't know me. He didn't know anything I was doing. And I was just like, OK, cool. Like, <laughs> But like if 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 God does that for me, cool. But I don't feel comfort in you telling me what God and it to a certain extent and full transparency. I kind of feel a little bit of a slap in the face or I'm doing something wrong. If someone comes to me and they're like, and I don't know if this is right or wrong. If someone comes to me and is like, God told me that you're going to be doing this, that, and the third. Because it's like the first thing that hits my head is, what am I doing wrong where God couldn't communicate that with me?
1: There you go. And so
0: like, and I'm not negating like people giving each other like hints and stuff like that, which is cool. Like there's times where people have said like, you may do this, that, and the third, or God put it laid on my heart that, which I've had the same thoughts. So whatever. But uh, and I'm not saying that like, you know, God doesn't move that way because he might. But I just look, I do more of a reflection on myself. It's like if I'm trying to please God, why am I not getting the communications that I need to get from God for this? Or am I getting blindsided over Me being caught up or thought my my thoughts being drowned in a certain way of doing things where I'm not open and I don't have the vision to receive this stuff from God, whether I'm reading a scripture or I'm having a dream. And so that's always my first thought is if someone came up to me with some revelation that God gave them. And I did not receive that. It's like, why is God coming to you but not coming to me? One, I'm thinking of like, am I doing something wrong as far as like my diligent study to mm-hmm. my relationship with God, or are you not in the right place? And that could be right or wrong of thinking, but I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty, been pretty safe of taking every thought process to the scripture because the only thing I can be sure about is what comes out that Bible.
1: Mm-hmm. Like this this morning, and you know. I'm- Uh, I'll wake up sometimes five, six in the morning, sometimes four four o'clock and I can't go back to sleep. I pick up the word and always ask, okay, God, what are you telling me? What are you trying to tell me? Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? Like with the stuff that's happening with the book, I said, God, how can I glorify you in this? What do you need me to do? How are you going to use me in
0: this? How do you believe that is?
1: I don't know. I know what I what I took to God is that I want to um, <clears throat> get a place mm-hmm. um, a a place where Tori can work. Mm-hmm. You know, and people have been asking me about a karate school starting a karate school. I'm not doing it unless unless I get a building. I own the building mm-hmm. and have the karate school on there. See, because with, if I lease majority of the money the profit will go to whoever owns the building right and that's what Ray Kroc figured out years ago with McDonald's It's yep. not about the the hamburgers it was about the
0: land land
1: that the hamburger joint was on mm-hmm. and so that's a business principle and especially in the martial arts you know and talking to uh, uh the publisher because mm-hmm. he sold his his school years ago and there's another guy that does that a multimillionaire in karate. Because of that principle, he teach all his students, not the least, own the building. Yeah. And so, just what you're doing now, you're working to own your own building and the land and the facility.
0: Here or there, maybe. We don't yeah. know. But we I'm saying, we don't know. We don't know what I got planned or what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's creating wealth then and residual income.
0: You know what's crazy? Um, so, with no negations, no negation started out as a motivational lifestyle and an apparel company.
1: It started off as a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. T shirt company. Yeah. And I said, D, this ain't T shirt company. This is
0: motivational. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it started out as. Right. Right. And so I remember I was watching some stuff and um I think it was Les Brown. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I think it was les brown and he was talking about how like people get i think it was him people are motivated for like the 20 minutes so they come they sit down they hear what you say or whatever and then they go they may try it for a day and then they're back off to whatever they're doing and i was thinking like you know doing this motivational quote-unquote speaking and put all these motivational things out at this point in time like i was 22 years old I, was like, I ain't done like a lot of stuff yet. So like, I'm not, I can't motivate people. And then plus people, the people I can motivate, they're going to take it and just go and do whatever. And so I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And so this is around the time that we started like the Bible study and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I had to, and then you had came on and I talked to you about coming on and working with the brand and whatnot. And I was like, um, we can make this into like a Christian living or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, one thing that we were talking about, we were talking about like a lot of business principles at first or whatever. And it was very business oriented. And Ayla was suggesting push, you know, being more God friendly or whatever. And you were like, well, we're business. We're Christians that run a business. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you would explain it. Like we can talk about, you know, our, whatever we want to talk about, but pairing it to Christianity and the belief mm-hmm. of Christians. So I took t- took that and thought about it. I was like, well. I need to have a how to before I can get on stage and be be able to spread all these different things and say all these different things. Because at this point in time, I haven't done anything. Like at the even with like my faith, I haven't went through any spiritual hardship at that time. Um, everything was like solid. I didn't have nothing to really complain about. And so over the, over these last like five years, I've been really like grinding and putting in the work and all this other stuff. And today, um, I got a call. And I was on the phone with somebody um, and they were like, "Daryl, I just want you to tell me like how you did it. And I was like, you know what? This is where we needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like putting up, like literally putting my trust in God and leaning on his understanding and trusting the path. I was able to um, gain the knowledge and the experience and the different things that has happened mm-hmm. and been able to put it on like paper kind of. And now someone is asking how they can do it and how I can help them do it. And so all this reminded me of that last conversation where he was like, I know this might be going off topic, but um, when we you were talking about now was like my turn to help all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. one question, the, per- the first question that someone asked is like, well, what do you do first? And I was like, well, the thing I did first was just and it's all for me like it's just principles that Jesus has laid for us is be other people focused mm-hmm. and I was like I really put out there in the world of trying to help people do the things that they are wanting to do and mm-hmm. so but that i offers free things I've given with things that I probably shouldn't have given away like I did free trainings I did free speed trainings and um I did all kind of different stuff I did like group classes that's discounted even like with how i price of stuff in the gym and then my online training stuff how that's priced mm-hmm. it's very like inexpensive yeah and you'd be like how the heck somebody going to but the way i have it you know process all the books and stuff and the 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 videos i've been watching i know how to put things together but um, <laughs> that's but all that stuff like i don't know uh, i was able to do for people to help people and then those people without me even thinking about it come back and help me. Like so many mm-hmm. people are helping me do things right now that I'm trying to get going. I've been always wanting to get going. And so that's why I said first I was like the first thing is, you know, definitely like uh trusting like God's plan and be um uh continue to work, mm-hmm. but also um to you have to be other people focused. You're like you can't just think that like, Oh, I need to get this much money. I need to do this, that, and the third to pay this bill. You have to be other people. And then people, I feel like people to the core for the most part are good. And so that's what I paid off. I've been good and, and people have been good back.
1: And that's a biblical principle. You give away, the more you give away, what you get back, you know, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. The the challenge is that people think you are crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, people was like, Yeah, people thought I was insane for where I went. Like, why would you go there? There's no money over there. But man. they're
1: rebelling against God's principle. Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't have. We had this conversation a long time ago talking about it. In and, and and, you know, it become relational with people mm-hmm. and instead of money focus. Mm-hmm. But people like, I gotta get paid. Yeah. You know. And so utilizing God's word and his principle, he will then bless you. Yeah. But that's the problem the children of Israel had. They went on, become gods to themselves. They went on their own way. Once they got in the good place, they start idolatry and accepting what the world's view is and doing all this and thinking that God wasn't going to do anything, no repercussion, no consequences. If God doing all this for you, he set you up in those things. You better keep being obedient yeah you better keep studying
0: yeah it's crazy because i don't know i have be trying to do do stuff the right way and i think i have like i've i yeah i think i played by the rules and when there's a couple of times where people told me that i should not be playing by the rules i was like no i think i'm gonna play by the rules and see what happens Well,
1: you haven't seen anything yet you have not can't conceive what god has in store for you yet you know i thought i you know was blessed and then a lot of things are happening and I think he's moving me and I told you this a while ago I think God is moving me in a direction but I have to be prepared for it Mm -hmm. and so I'm not gonna sit back and just wait on God to do it you you gotta be prepared for it you gotta have things in place people around you that's why in business I talk about the braylet team the acronym Uh, yeah here we go. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta have a team. Yeah. You know, what B- does the B stand for? B as
0: <clears throat>
1: banker. And banker, the R is a realtor? Real estate agent. What's A? A is for accounting and then I, I is for insurance. Oh. L is for lawyer. lawyer and IT is for technology and S is for spouse. So you have to have that in place all around you. But we're custom in, our culture is that we do everything here ourselves. Mm-hmm. See, I'm in business for myself, but not by myself. That's a bar. And, you know, you have to do those things, and God has to be in business with you. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, it's huge. It's huge. And you look at any entity that's successful, they have a group of people around them. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be the smartest person in the room. I don't have to be the, the, uh, have all the knowledge in a Bible study. I'd study with a group of guys at various level of maturity in a word, and we look out for each other's blind side. And that was the problem in in Isaiah 1. The Northern Kingdom, they had everybody rebelling, going and accepting those things, those practices. And so that's why we need to pull each other's coattail. It's like, hey, you might be going left, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I tell you, getting the word, getting in church, getting fellowship, getting ministry, do all those things because that's what God tells us to do.
0: Mm. That was a bar. That clip is definitely going up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I, see, episodes like this, you know, we have like a certain direction to go, and then we start going different. I get my conclusions. I just be like, "What? It's so much stuff." But here's my conclusion for this episode.
1: Um Your takeaway.
0: Takeaway, yeah. Conclusion. <laughs> you got this book stuff on my mind. <laughs> what book? Oh, the where's it at? Can you hand it here? This cool. it
1: came out really good here. It's a glare right there. Wait, it's hold on, switch the mic. Really good.
0: The elite martial artist in America. <laughs> Get your book now. Look. Got the old man on the back.
1: <laughs> but you know what? When I submitted my, my draft, yeah. He called me up. He said, You gotta write your own book. Just me, myself. Yeah. And um uh, I'm chapter twenty.
0: Um, that's what I'm looking for. It better not be yeah. Roman numerals. I can't read no. Roman numerals.
1: <laughs> you need pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the big, the big colorful colors of numbers. Uh,
1: you, five, what chapter are you? Chapter twenty. Oh, that's twenty three. Yeah, there's five principles and five traits of leadership, and and what he's talking to me about is doing a book on each one of them, writing a book, mm-hmm. maybe a workbook type thing on each one of them. But here's the challenge I have: that people when you get the book. Do the stuff in the book. Mm-hmm. I get some stories in there about things that that had trauma with me that I persevere through. And another thing, and why I, I did it, because I saw the cycle repeating through you, through my kids, each one of my kids, what the world was pushing them to, and then you started accepting and had the same mindset that I did in the past that I couldn't measure up. That I couldn't succeed, that um, I was told I wasn't fast enough, strong enough, you know, pranked on and all that stuff. And I saw it being repeated, the cycle, to you. I remember at this school said, Tori would never talk, run, or act like the other kids. I remember that. And then when you were told... You shouldn't go to a four year university. You should go to a vacational school or two year university.
0: I probably should have listened to that actually. <laughs> <laughs> when I did that. <had> that. <laughs> but,
1: but I saw that being repeated. So that's why I contribute, you know, and, and, and been a co author. So nobody can say you can't do it. And you were like, wait a minute, my dad did that. My dad overcame.
0: Is it weird that while I read this, I can hear your voice?
1: Why? It sounds like me? Yeah, like I
0: mean, obviously it sounds like you, but like, well, as I'm reading leadership is not about your needs but the needs of the people in the organizations you serve. Like I hear like if I read in my head, it sounds like you're just talking to me. It's weird.
1: That's that's good. That's the way it want to be. I want people to actually do it because sometimes people just read the book and say, "Oh, that's good stuff." Or, you know, that's fire. That's this, but I want people to do it because it helped me to overcome
0: Do I got to buy my book?
1: Yeah, you got to buy. Look, I got to buy the books. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I got square.
0: (laughs) Oh, my Uh, goodness! But uh, here's my takeaway for this episode is that sometimes family gets stuff and they don't give you anything for free. (laughs) But um, my takeaway for this episode is I I would say to trust God's plan. But. Uh, stay patient, but don't stop. Like, I always continue to learn, uh, to work towards um, something because faith without works is dead, according to your Bible. So, that is my takeaway for this episode is, yeah, trust God, but don't stop. Oh, that's a shirt. Trust God and don't stop. <laughs>
1: my takeaway is get off the nail. You know, we can talk about all the things that is good, bad or indifferent. You can complain about it. You can whine about it. You can cry about it. But there's no change going to happen until you put action behind that faith. And it won't come until you get up, get off the nail and get busy.
0: Why wouldn't you get off the nail? Like I feel like that would hurt. <laughs> like just get your butt up.
1: It, it like, ain't hurting bad enough. No,
0: I'm talking about a f- actual nail. Like you're sitting on yeah. a nail. Like, why won't you just get up?
1: Get off the nail.
0: That is <laughs> ultimate laziness. <laughs> <laughs> but that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. You can review, print review or print our transcripts or show note transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible study. And if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also suggest future topics that you wanted to, to discuss. You can support us financially, too, by ordering any of our No Negations apparel or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. And if you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you are in search of a community of like-minded people grown in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negations social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We would love to have you join us. So until next time, remember, see God first and never give up. Deuces.